The average man today is sleepwalking through life. Many never reaching their true potential, let alone ever crossing the finish line to living a purposeful life. Luckily throughout history, there exists a few good men we can look to for guidance. Strong, confident, driven. Men who weren't afraid to face the greatest tyrant they've ever known, their minds. Forged in the fire of their shadows, these men knew who they were at their core solid in their convictions, owners of their reality, men of action, strength, and character, masters of their destiny. Today's man is no different. The hunger still exists, albeit buried amidst his cluttered mind, misguided beliefs, and values that no longer serve them or the world. There's never been a better time than today for men to stand up and claim their stake. It's time to reconnect to your life purpose evolving into husbands and fathers our wives and children deserve, becoming masters of our life and the leaders of our homes and community. Ever evolving, today's man is assured he is aligned for greatness. Welcome to the movement. Stay strong, my brother. Welcome to the Evolved Man Podcast. I'm the founder of The Awakened Man and your host, Alan DeMonso. And today, I want to get into a question of whether you can be good at being a man while still being a good man. You see, I've been thinking about this for a while now. It's an interesting question, especially with the societal shift of changing the image of male masculinity. One of the five pillars of men that I take men through is called the man box. See, the outcome of this module is for men to examine their masculine identity and create a definition that supports who they are and not some outside vision. It's important because for many men, we can get up trying to live to a standard that is not of our own making. I know women are listening to this right now are going, no shit, Sherlock. Look what we've been dealing with for decades. And hey, you're absolutely right. No doubt about it. And it's not right either. But maybe I can convince my wife, Kim, to join me on a future podcast, and we can talk about those challenges facing men women, and couples as we navigate what is important to us in our marriages. I think it would be a great listen. Anyways, I'm digressing, so let's get back to the topic at hand. I want to approach this from a few different angles. You see, we need to get clear picture of what as best we can of what this is all about. So let's start with the image. Does being a good man mean that you have to look a certain way? What does our marketing say about being a man and what he should look like? Is it Jonathan Goldsmith, you know, the guy from the Dosecki commercials? And what are they trying to say by these commercials? Is it his look? Is it the women that he's surrounded by? Is it his worldly travels? Is it the expression that he uses in the commercials? Of course, it's the beer, isn't it? Now, is there anything wrong with this picture? And I would suggest that there's not. Does it mean that all men should aspire to be like Jonathan? Again, I suggest it's not. If some men do, does that make them a bad man? Of course it doesn't. What about the TV and movies? The action movie genre has seen the tough guy evolve over the years, hasn't it? All the way from James Dean to the Duke. From Duke to Clint Eastwood. From Eastwood to Marlon Brando. Brando to Connery. And Connery to Chuck Norris. And Norris to Stallone. And what about the men like Gandhi and Mandela? They were good at being a man, weren't they? I suggest that they were. They stood up for what they believed in, and they lived their lives to attain it. So look, 
There's no shortage of men that have been brought forward as the image of what it means to be a man. And I would challenge anyone to argue that all of these men were good at being a man. They were rugged, strong, protectors, defiant, and willing to do battle for what they believed in. Hey, is there anything wrong with that as a basis of being a man? I don't think so. You see, at our core, this is who we are as men. Now I ask you, were these men perfect? Of course not. Eastwood was a womanizer. Mandela, after becoming president of South Africa, supported the likes of Castro, Arafat, and Gaddafi. Gandhi, after leading India out of the British rule, led the civil rights movement in South Africa, promoting the strident racisms against blacks, and wrote a few dear friend letters to Hitler. See, the point is that all these men have flaws, and I would suggest that all men have flaws. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. See, it's about being secure in your manhood, having conviction for your values. That's what it means to be good at being a man while being a good man. You see, our role as men is to admit our flaws, to work on them, fix them, and be men of honor and integrity. Downgrading ourselves so that others can be comfortable is not the answer. That's the challenge now. Strength, courage, and honor have been reinterpreted so the weakest of men can feel okay with themselves. See, we're not going to go there. They have their work to do also. My growth as a man should not be inhibited by your self-identity. So what makes us being good at being a man while being a good man? Here are a few thoughts for you to consider. A good man is a man who has backbone and has heart. So how do you do that? So instead of asking yourself what you should do to become a good man, ask yourself, what makes me alive? What stirs my heart or makes my heart sing? I just finished rereading John Eldred's book, Wild at Heart. And he says that men strive should strive for three things. The strive to desire for a battle to fight, a desire for an adventure to live, and a beauty to rescue. You see, none of these have anything to do with society or the media wants for what men need to know about themselves. When it comes to a battle to fight, it means that we have something bigger than ourselves to strive for. This is a battle of the heart, the thing that forces us to become uncomfortable. Without a battle we are to fight, we are left with no desire to change or to grow. So what are you willing to fight for in your life? Is it your marriage, your kids, your self-respect, your job? Think about this. What are you willing to fight for? You see, and then when the battle begins, the adventure is not far away. It is in the adventure where we get to ask and answer this question, do I have what it takes? I mentioned before, my favorite movie is 300, and King Leodonis says, talks about the immortals. He says, we'll put their names to the test. But for us, what are, who are, or what are our immortals? I suggest it's fear, doubt, and shame that become our immortals. We can put their names to the test, can't we? For me, this is all part of our hero's quest. It's the trial, the fall, the redemption, and the return to become a better man. This is deep within us, and it cannot be denied for very long. So what adventure are you willing to take on? What parts of your life do you want to stretch yourself in? You know, and then finally, not only do we desire a fight, a battle to fight, 
but a battle to fight for someone. See, our hearts are only partially filled through adventure and battle, aren't they? We also desire romance, to be the hero to someone in particular. That could be our wife, our children, parents, even ourselves. You see, these are the components that merges being a good man into being good at being a man. See, a man knows he is powerful and has what it takes to live his life his fullest. The point of the matter is, as men, we will not be perfect in our efforts to express ourselves. We are going to make mistakes. We will stumble and we will fall. But as we continue to evolve, it is up to us to make adjustments until we reach the point of total clarity about who we are, what we stand for, and who and what we are willing to fight for. Remember, an airplane is off course more times than it is on course. You have the same navigation system within you if you're willing to watch the dials of your cockpit. Those are your thoughts, your words, values and beliefs, and of course, our actions. If you would like some more guidance on how to read your cockpit and get yourself back on target, I recommend joining the Awakened Man community and especially our Band of Brothers Men's Circle. Thank you for joining me today, brothers. Aho, and have a great day. So your journey doesn't have to end today. Come join me at the Band of Brothers. It's our weekly inner circle group. The sessions I have are broken into two parts. Our first part is on a specific topic with time to discuss the experiences related around that topic. And then second part is about a round table. And that's an opportunity for men to be able to share about the things that are going on in their lives and to be able to get some guidance from the men in the group. We meet on Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and you can find us at members.theawakenedman.net. I look forward to seeing you in the Brotherhood. Thank you for listening to the Evolving Man Podcast. Are you ready to own your destiny? To become more the man you are destined to be? Join the Brotherhood that is The Awakened Man at theawakenedman.net and start forging a new destiny today.